See, this guy who, um, farmer, who ordered a help man to come in and uh, found he was an extraordinarily efficient worker because the first day he put him on sawing logs and he sawed more logs than anybody had ever sawed. It was fantastic. But it was all done in one day. So the next day he put him on, put him on to mending fences. And there were all kinds of broken fences around the farm. And in one day, he had the whole thing done. So he thought, what am I going to do with this guy? So he took him down into a basement and said, look, here are all, la uh, all the potatoes that have come in from this harvest. And I want you to sort them into three groups. Those that we sell, those that we use for seeding, and those that we throw away. So... He left him at that. At the end of the day, the laborer came back and said, Well, that's enough, mister. I quit. Oh, he said, You can't quit. I've never had such an excellent worker. I'll raise your salary. I'll do anything to keep you around me. Ah, I said, No. It's all right mending fences and chopping wood, but this potato business is decision after decision after decision after decision. <laughs> <coughs> The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost Two roads diverged in a yellow wood And sorry I could not travel both And be one traveler long I stood And looked down one as far as I could To where it bent in the undergrowth Then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as far that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Well, there you go. I was going to originally call this The Choice You Didn't Make, but I think I'm going to call it The Choice Not Made. Could also be called The Choice Not Taken, just like The Road Not Taken, The Choice Not Taken. Um, just to give a quick little recap on manifestations. <laughs> I could definitely have gone on longer with that if I was able to bring my thoughts together in a better way and definitely assess and analyze. And I think I have an episode coming up. I don't know if it's going to be the next one, but it's going to be called Spirituality is on the Chopping Block. Because I'll tell you what, I am seeing so many things. And um, for someone that's been around... A fair amount of time in this world and really observed been a good observer and paid attention to things it is kind of funny how many people 
who are younger and don't seem to have a great clue about things are coming out with such great confidence and assurance on their ideas and thoughts. And I guess that is kind of how youth is. I think I probably was exactly the same. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to um, put young people under the microscope and claim that they're anything different than I was when I was young uh, or the people I knew or the people before me, the older, wiser ones that I knew when they were young. You know, it's just being young. Um, and I think when you get older, you realize, man, I should have really probably asked more than I spoke. Um, and there's this big spirituality movement that's coming from young people, which is a beautiful thing. But um, everybody really wants to be a master of their trade before they're actually really too far into their student days into the learning process. You know, someone wants to get into learning something and within a very short period of time they want to be considered a master. It's just not the way it works. Um, for any of us, for me, just alike. It would be like me um, trying to exclaim that I am a master at podcasting when this is my eighth episode. <laughs> Well, you all know that that's not true. <laughs> anyway, um, it was a fun episode to do. And like I said, we're trying to provoke thought. I bring that up on every episode, not as self-protection to myself, but as that is all we're trying to do. So there really is no right or wrong. So if you're a young person and you're listening to this, please, please put your thoughts out there. Um, just be honest with yourself that you don't know and you're trying to understand and you feel something, you know, an instinct within you about something, it's good. Young people should have those instincts because I think when you're young, your instincts are actually stronger. You, you actually go with them more. And as you get older, you've, you know, you've got all these um, issues that have been sort of built into you and you, you kind of always fallen back on those and, and not on your instinct. Instead of combining the two. Um, oh, human beings, man. We are something else, aren't we? Well, so let's go into this. The choice not made. And what does it mean? Well, I think the Robert Frost poem is about the best example I've ever known in um, putting this forth. Um, and I played some clips also, of course, as I like to do. And I will probably play some more clips later. Um, but what it's basically saying is, this is life, right? You're constantly coming to these crossroads where you've got to go this way or go that way. And I've seen people go this way and then turn around and try to come back and go the other way. And that's difficult too because it it um, it doesn't really seem to work. It's just like you kind of have to choose and go 
with it. You don't have to. You come back and try something different. And maybe there's three paths, but you know, every path you take, then there's going to be other crossroads in that path. So you're constantly in your life making these choices with who you want to be in your life, the people you surround yourself with, the work you do, the hobbies you get involved with, where you're going to live, um, how you're going to live, uh, your thought process. You know, you've even got, you know, religion, politics, all these things falling out in front of you. And um, they're all crossroads. They're all crossroads. Okay. If someone is wondering what a crossroad is, because we always, I think in this world, we always take people that everyone should just understand everything. And it's actually the exact opposite. People are generally afraid to say, I don't know what you're talking about with crossroads. Um, because. People make other people feel foolish when they're not quite sure about something. And it should actually be the exact opposite because we're all not sure about things. And instead of being afraid, and I think people are afraid because they've been made to feel foolish in the past, we should say, oh, well, I have a little bit of an understanding of that, and here's what it is. So a crossroad is all these things that are happening in front of you. They're the crossroads of life. And um, I've had this conversation with a multitude of people lately about the choice not made. All right. How do you know you made the wrong choice or the right choice when you don't know what the other choice would have turned out to be? And you can say, okay, well, I did this, this, and this. I made this choice to go down this path. And look, I've done pretty good. But you can't say that if you didn't go down that other one, you would have done phenomenal. Maybe you would have been in a better place. Maybe you're convincing yourself that this path was really something great because you went down it. Maybe that's the type of person you are. And then you've got other people. Well, I went down this path and things don't seem to have turned out really the way I wanted them to. Things aren't really the way I hoped they would be. But how do you know that other path that you didn't go down wouldn't have been a complete disaster? That you wouldn't have been, you know, living out on the street and begging people for money with no friends and completely down your luck. You don't know. So this is the choice not made. And this goes throughout your whole life. Your relationships. People you decide, I'm going to be with this person. I'm not going to be with this person. You know. And of course, the person you decide to be with... It all unfolds in front of you, and that all happens. But there's other people in your life that you choose not to be with, that you don't take that direction with. And I, and and you know, there's different views from different people. Some people will always look and go, "Man, why didn't I do that?" You know, and they'll kind of always carry that with them, and it'll affect what's in front of them that they always wonder what would have happened. And then there's other people who do the opposite. They fully just lean on the choice they made and they won't look at anything else. And so they don't ever think that they, they, they made any bad choices. I made all the right choices. And that could be a problem too. Is any of it a problem? 
should we look at any of it as a problem? Is it just life unfolding? Is it us just living in the here and now? Should we just leave those choices behind us and not have any more thoughts about them? Um, is that the healthiest way to live? Or should we think about those choices because maybe they will have some impact on us making better choices in the future? And how do we know what a better choice is? You know, the, the crazy thing about life is it's happening once, you know. These choices are happening once. It's just right in front of you. And you don't get to do a replay on it. At least we don't know. I mean, some people will say, yeah, you get to do a replay. But if you do get to do replay, right? If we are reincarnated and we're in a reincarnation, well, we don't know what the last thing was. So whatever the case is, we're, we're not, we probably are not learning from that. Or if we are, it's in such a subtle way that we don't have an understanding for it. Because I just haven't met anybody who's shown me any progress from a former life. And I'm sure there's people going to argue with me about that out there. Yes, 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 we do. We know stuff. Okay. Come stand in front of me and explain these things that we know from former lives. I'm not saying it's not a possibility. I mean, that's the whole object of this show is to think outside the box, to think about different things. And I certainly would explore the idea of reincarnation, you know, of, of us living in this body and then living in another body. I mean, somewhere deep down inside of myself, I do not feel like this body is me. I think there's a me that's separate from all this that existed before and will exist after. I'm throwing that out there. I'm making a statement. I just said I believed in something before I said I don't believe in anything. Which one is it, Jay? <laughs> I don't I don't believe in that. I just I just have a conceptualization that I think that's the truth of my life. But uh, you know, I could change that opinion too. I could argue with myself very easily. I could debate with myself very easily. I think I am doing that pretty consistently on this show. And if you really take notes, you'll find a myriad of inconsistencies and hypocrisies in uh, Jason Paul Januzzi. Okay? They're all over the place. You don't have to look hard. Um, anyway, there's another good tangent for you. But the choice not made. Let's get back to this. So what do you do? Do you get handcuffed? Do you come up on a crossroad and do you get handcuffed and go, well, you know, I got to sit here for a while and think about this because whichever one I choose now, someone has made it very clear to me that I'm not only choosing this one, but I'm leaving one behind and I can't really turn around and try to go back to that one because the investment you have to make in a choice, in a big choice a choice that matters. It's enough of an investment where if you don't invest yourself in that choice, it's not going to work anyway. If you go into a choice going, I'm not going to invest myself because maybe I want to go back. Guess what? Don't even bother with that thought process. It's not going to work. Okay. I'll let you in on that one. You know, there's, there's, there's some things I will say 
that I know with some definity, some definitive position. And it's that if you go into a choice and you are not investing yourself and engaging yourself in that choice, it's probably not going to work how you want it to work. Some people can get lucky, but uh, don't bank on that one. Um, so you sit there for okay. You can sit there for a while and be handcuffed trying to make this decision. But I think you know, talking about young people and uh, their instinct. I think that instinct is probably what you should invest yourself in the most. The instinct of what is the right way to go. And you live on your instinct. And there's nothing. If your instinct fails you, so what? It fails you. But what else are you going to rely on? Some thought process, some knowledge, what other people think. I mean, opinions. It's so funny because advice. I'm going to throw this into the whole matter. Advice. People come to me for advice. I don't know why people do come to me for advice and um, you know I would sit here and say oh I think I give good advice or is there a reason why people think that I do give good advice I can't really come up with a lot of um, a lot of things that would make people think that way but I do feel that happens but I give advice, but I give a lot less these days because I really have come to realize people don't take it, okay? They don't take my advice. They don't take your advice. Nobody takes anyone's advice. They listen to it, yeah. But generally, if someone listens to your advice and they end up doing what you said, it's not because they took your advice. It's because that's what they were going to do, okay? Because people do what they're going to do and... If they go against you, go, well, why didn't you do what I told you to do? And then they go, ah, oh, well, because I decided to do this. And if you go, oh, look, you, you did what I told you to do. Yeah, well, they just decided to do that. Okay. It's, um, people will listen to advice to a certain degree. They might take it in. It's very, very, I think, not a big part of people's decision is other people's advice. And once in a while, you hear someone come back to see, I took your advice and it worked. I always kind of, I don't hold a lot of weight on that. I think we all kind of are formulating our things ourselves. And I think it comes down to instinct, our own instinct. And I think that's just the way you got to go. You just got to go with your instinct, make the choice and deal with it. And um, what's probably more important then the choice made is the way you approach proceeding with that choice. And so when you make a choice and you do something, if you put yourself into that and you can have a perspective that is healthy and is engaged and is inspired and you could find the good in the choice and figure out how to make your way through the 
the struggles of maybe things not being exactly how you wanted and finding some beauty in those struggles or in the day-to-day activities of the choice you made, that's much more important than the actual choice, I think. Looking at things through time, being able to say, hey, I made this choice. I decided to live here. I decided to live here in New Jersey, in this place, and this is the job I'm going to have. And for me to uproot myself right now and do something different, I just can't make that choice, so I'm going to stay here. Now, once you say, that's it, I'm going to stay here, I'm going to do this. Now, if you can wake up and you could find a morning process for me, taking care of my skin, breathing a little bit, meditating, stretching, exercising, getting myself in shape, um, picking up on some new kind of knowledge, going out to a job and going into your job and performing well and being nice to the people around you and bringing in energy to work and not be looking at the clock wondering when the day is over, but instead being, well, what can I do here? What What is this all about? Um, maybe building some friendships within work and then the day is over and you go and you make food and you eat healthy food and maybe you go out to eat. I have a pizza day with my brother every week. Every Thursday is pizza day with my brother. It's like a thing I do now. And um, we do it together. And it's great. I look forward to pizza day. First of all, it's great pizza that we go get. And uh, we have conversation and talk about whatever's going on. We're in the middle of trying to start something up together that's kind of interesting. That um, he's really in charge of. So I listen to where he's at with the, you know, with the process of it. And um, it's a cool thing. I mean, you put stuff like that into your life and uh, you go home and you be with your loved ones and you, uh, you try to be good to the people around you. Okay. Um, and maybe I could be accused of not being good at that part of it as of late. <laughs> since I brought it up, right? Or maybe that's not right. Maybe I am being good good at it. You know, I'm doing what I can do. And I am trying to engage myself in my life. Where I am, what's going on, proceeding with each step, trying to understand myself and what I need to be functional in this way, to go out into this world and accept the choices I am making, which can change at any given time, and making those choices as I go and as I make those choices, engaging in them in a way that makes me feel like living. Because there's only two choices Really, someone said this, and it's true. There's only really two choices that you have to make, and that's whether to live or die, whether to stay alive or just get rid of your 
just just walk off the ledge. You know, like I said, just walk out to the ocean and drift away. You either live or you don't, or you 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 kill yourself. Okay, <laughs> put it bluntly. And if you decide to stay alive, then engage yourself in life. If you don't want to engage yourself in life anymore, if it's boring you, if you're done with it, then be done with it. One or the other. And those are only real two choices. All the other choices are made. And none of them are going to be easy choices. None of them are going to be choices that you make and you could just turn right back on. None of them you could go down the path for a little while and then say, I'm going to go over, try to go back over to that other path. If you're just constantly hopping from one path to the other, choosing to do this and then saying, no, it's not working. Let me go back to that. Now let me go to something different. If you are doing that, it is not going to work. Okay. It's going to fail no matter how engaged you are with it. Um, and that's not saying you can't do multiple things. You can do a bunch of stuff. You should be doing a bunch of stuff. You could you could do whatever you want. You just can't. You just got to know you want to do multiple stuff. Choose the path where there's multiple things going on, and then engage in them. Um, God, this is starting to sound a little more like a sermon than my typical show. Am I starting to? develop an attitude on this microphone of directing people <laughs> everyone out there please say no to that um, I don't know maybe I'm trying to direct myself through everybody else What, whatever whatever the case may be I've made a choice to get on this microphone I've made a choice to walk down this road I'm going to try to walk down this road for a while. There's a lot of things in my life that I've done that I haven't walked down the road for maybe as long as I should have. Or maybe I gave up on things. And that's okay too. It's not a bad thing to give up on things. It's just maybe it's part of that path. Part of the choices that you make. Give on some, up on something and go somewhere else. Just don't go back. Just don't go back, okay? And I'll tell myself the same thing. Jay, don't go back. Don't go back to a choice, you know. Um, move forward. All the choices are still in front of you, but just move forward into those choices. Um, did any of this make sense? Am I making more sense? Or am I making less sense with each <laughs> with each new show should I put a poll out there I don't really care about putting polls out there I don't really care about asking questions or saying do you like this or don't like this I don't know you make the assessment within yourself we don't need to see everyone's assessment together Am I? is my clarity getting better or is it getting worse are the shows progressing or are they regressing? <laughs> Let's call it quits on this one. Pearls of Wisdom, everybody. This is number eight, I believe. The choice not made. And the choice I am making now is to send you out with a clip. 
some wonderful thought and to say goodbye. So when we decide, we're always worrying, did I think this over long enough? Did I take enough data into consideration? And if you think it through, you find you never could take enough data into consideration. The data for a decision in any given situation is infinite. So what you do is, you go through the motions of thinking out what you will do about this. And then when the time comes to act, you make a snap judgment. <laughs> I mean, I'm speaking a little extremely, uh, making some fun of it and uh, so on, because after all, uh, we, we do occasionally get the vague outlines of things and make a right decision on rational grounds. But we fortunately forget the variables that could have interfered with this coming out right. It's amazing how often it works. But warriors are people who think of all the variables beyond their control and what might happen. So then when you make a decision, and it works out all right, I think very little of it has much to do with your conscious intent and control.